Hi everybody, you're listening to 15 in 15, a short series of podcasts commissioned by the Association of Contextual Behavioural Science to promote Worldcon 15 coming up this year in Sevilla in Spain. My name's Richard Bennett and I'll be doing 15-minute interviews with some of the movers and shakers from this year's conference in the service of helping you get the most out of it. For this episode, I spoke to Beata Ebert, who, along with a number of other presenters, is running a pre-conference workshop aimed at introducing people to the pro-social principles. We spoke about the intentions behind this workshop and how individual transformation can influence global change, such as Beata herself has demonstrated through her Commit and Act project and its work in Sierra Leone, which some listeners may be familiar with. Hi, Beata. It's really nice to speak to you. So my, my principal um, reason for wanting to talk to you is that you're, you're running a, a workshop, a pre-conference workshop at the Seville Conference. Um, so I'd really like to find out all about that. But if we could first, it'd be really interesting to find out a little bit about you and who the other people are that you're running the workshop with. Yes, uh, we can do that. And uh, thank you for doing that. And uh, I am also very grateful to the program committee that they accepted our workshop because um, I see it as a huge opportunity um, that this pre-conference workshop will be a source of thriving groups all over the world, causing pro-social change in all areas like community, well-being, organizations, the environment, music, sports, public institutions. So we are really up to something. And um, as you said, my name is Beate. I'm working in private practice in Germany, and um, I'm also working as a peer review trainer, mainly in Germany and in West Africa and Sierra Leone. And uh, I'm representing our diverse group here. Um, we are seven powerful leaders, uh, Corinna Stewart, Hannah Bokari, Jennifer Nadosi, Paul Akins, Ross White, and Tom Zabo. And we come from four different continents, including Africa, Australia, Europe, and the U.S. We are four women, three men, black and white. And we are working in private practice as researchers, lecturers, working with institutions, organizations, with victims of violence. And what we have in common is just this vision to empower people to be leaders in their life and in their groups and communities. It's such a diverse group. How did you all come together? The biggest part of us met uh, in Commit and Act, which is uh, a non-governmental institu- organization. I started in 2010 here in Germany with my friends, and very soon colleagues from all over the world connected and started to work with Commit and Act. And... Um, it's very touching to see what started with just one thought. Um, I met a girl in the U.S. who has uh, parents in Sierra Leone, and she told me about the civil war and what happened there. And I thought, wow, I could go there and make a difference. And then what came out of that is a huge project um, carried by many people all over the world and by many people in Africa. So um, this is what happens when you allow your vision to lead the way. And this is also part of our workshop. That must be hugely gratifying for you to, to see what's happened to that idea over time. It's a big gift, actually. And this time when I was there, it was the eighth time I visited Sierra Leone. I thought, I feel whole now. It's like black and white belong together. And I didn't know that I missed something before I was there. 
but now I feel more whole. I remember, um, I think it must have been in a Steve Hayes presentation, but it's, uh, there's a couple of slides that I've stolen and, and I use um, when I talk about the, the, some of the different applications of, of ACT. It was, I remember thinking it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And it was a, um, a slide of Hannah standing in front of a, a digital projector with a matrix on it. And she was obviously doing some training. And then the next slide was the view the other way. And so there was there was like like everybody from the from the village and the next village and the next village and in this huge kind of um, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it like a big building without with a big roof and without any sides and all of these people crammed in and I just thought wow that that is amazing it is amazing this is how we use prosocial in Sierra Leone to fight Ebola to decrease violence uh, and it's really working and people love it and they just are very flexible to follow the principles of prosocial. So how are you going to distill this into a, into a workshop? So if you could maybe talk us through what the, what the vision of the, the pre-conference workshop is, that would be great. The vision for this workshop is, um, you know, we human beings do everything big, we do in groups. You know, everything relevant, everything meaningful happens in groups. Um, to solve our multiple problems in the world, we need to collaborate. And this is also our biggest power as humans. This is what made us so efficient as a species. And it's also what fulfills us because when we contribute to a community, we feel that we belong. And in our Western countries, we sell out on that, um, I would say. We live in this modern illusion that we can do it alone. And even the most social of us um, often hesitate to ask for help or to share. And instead we get stuck in our head and we are with our thoughts like, I'm not the right person to do this, the others don't want me, I don't belong. Um, and even then, when we start to collaborate in groups, it's a really complex thing. Um, it takes a lot. Group processes evoke difficult feelings. We feel manipulated and dominated. We have different points of view and voices are not heard. We feel angry and scared and unsafe. And how can you sort all that stuff out? And how can you turn those individuals, those scared uh, individuals into thriving leaders and groups. This is our vision we have for this workshop. And this is where ProSocial comes in. So in terms of who might be interested in attending, um, just going on what you said there, it's, it's perhaps anybody that works within an organization who's looking to apply ProSocial um, in the interests of trying to find out how that organization might function more effectively? Would that be somewhere along the lines? Absolutely. Um, you can use ProSocial um, in any area. Um, as I said earlier, if it's an organization, um, a pu public institution, Sierra Leone, a community there, um, a, a sports club or a music band, um, all this is happening in groups. And ProSocial is developed from different um, angles, um, the contextual uh, behavioral point of view, um, economics and evolutionary science, and it combines acceptance and commitment therapy and the eight principles that 
are coming from Elinor Ostrom, um, who was an economic scientist. And in the end, it's about the evolution of new and more functional behavior in groups to sustain common resources instead of destroying them. And this is what I find really interesting and what Elinor Ostrom found out, um, that complex challenges to survive in the world, for example, like how can you harvest enough for your daily living in a community and still sustain the resources for the next generations, that those challenges were most successfully managed by polycentric governance, with groups who feel uh, who are free to self-govern, but still related uh, in a good way to other groups around. And a strong focus in this work is on connecting in the common purpose or vision of the group. And you look at the resources and the barriers, and you implement important structures like monitoring agreed upon behaviors, consequences for harmful behavior, or conf conflict resolution mechanisms. And from there, you generate short-term actionable goals and you follow up on them in groups. And those principles, when you listen to them, uh, they make intuitive sense, don't they? Um, it sounds simple, but sometimes they are not easy to implement and groups do not implement them uh, very often by themselves. So this is where psychological flexibility helps. And when you do that, it leads to outstanding results. We have some examples already, um, like the work Paul Aikens did with a public radio station or Robert Stiles with the Museum of Australian Democracy in Australia. These are government institutions and when they worked with the values in the team and they applied the principles, um, the staff model and perceptions of teamwork improved dramatically, not just a little bit, you know, but so different uh, compared to every other government institution in Australia at that time. Or um, the examples you mentioned already earlier in West Africa, how we reduce gender-based violence. Um, so one uh, way is uh, that we train couples in single, like in sessions as couples, and now they start to use pro-social to form themselves as a group and to teach other couples how to keep up peaceful and loving relationships. And this is because other people ask them, what have you done and what happened? And we want that too. And we also have done pro-social with couples in a group um, two years ago. And this was just one pro-social workshop for a couple of hours, and since then, those couples, they keep up loving and peaceful relationships without violence. And I find those results amazing. Um, other people use pro-social in schools or in all kinds of organizations. Yeah, we will see more results in the future. You can look at the pro-social magazine uh, that's online and you can read those stories. One important point, I think, is that people feel that pro-social is honest. It gives a space to people. It does not put something on them. This is also what people in Sierra Leone get. It gives them a space. It doesn't tell them you should develop like this or like that. And it's also not an organizational tool to um, force people to even produce more results. Um, it brings people together in their shared values and it allows them to speak their truth. Um, it, it inspires people to participate. 
And this is a very different approach from all the other approaches I know. Okay. I mean, uh, I'm going to say that I'm someone who struggled to understand it uh, until until we started doing it within our group of peer-reviewed ACT trainers. Um, but it, if I could, I'm just thinking that there might be people for whom um, listening to this, that pro-social is new to them and they're perhaps not clear about exactly what it is but so I'm going to have a stab and you can you can tell me whether I'm I'm accurate but I guess I see it as a as a set of design principles that a a community or a group can use in order to to self-govern really to to think about how how they can be the most functional they can be would that be somewhere near the mark yeah it's about this special group and how this group wants to function what is the most uh, powerful behavior according to our special challenges, to our aims, um, and to our vision. And from that, you create short-term actionable goals uh, you always review and you follow up on. So you see if you are on track or not. And you create certain behaviors um, you agree upon, and then you monitor those behaviors. So it's not just a one-time thing and you leave inspired and then everything drops down again. It's an ongoing tool you use over the time and it, it shifts something in people's behavior because the background is about trust and about connecting instead of being cautious and not showing too much. Um, it allows people to show more what their barriers are. And when you do that, you have more access to it. And you can also be more courageous because you see, I can overcome these barriers. And this is where our uh, acceptance and commitment therapy approach helps. And so the workshop, will that be um, sort of educational in terms of uh, teaching people about the pro-social principles? or will it be more practical in terms of uh, how do you get those things into action or is it going to be some of both? Okay, we want to empower people. So it will be very practical, it will be very very experiential and engaging. We will also tell you about the theoretical background, um, but the main part is that people themselves develop their own approach to the groups they care about. So they will leave ready to go for what's important to them and to make a difference in any group they participate in. Um, and we want to give them this basic framework um, so they can feel safe to apply that in every group. Um, and I also think when you work like that in a group, and I hope it will be many people, 50, 70, 100 people in that workshop, you feel empowered by that because you get, wow, I'm not the only one who is up for social change. Um, There are more people and we can be open in this group. We can share about our barriers and um, we can also look at ways to become more flexible with those barriers. So it sounds like, uh, I suppose, somewhat similar to most ACT workshops, there's going to be something of the head, hands and the heart. So people will be going away with more knowledge, perhaps more, more skills, but there's also... There's a kind of a, a feeling element to this what, and an experiential element. So what is this like to do? Yes, I think there is one thing. This is all right, what you say. And there is one additional thing. You will leave this workshop being able to cause change, to cause pro-social change in a bigger range. And that's exceptional, I think. That's the power of pro-social, that everybody can start a group like I started, Commit and Act. 
um, it's it's no miracle. It's just applying those principles and finding the people that connect to your vision and then staying on the track. I really think we can help people to, to find their power, their greatness, you know. We all think like, I could not do that. Maybe she did it, but I could not. Yes, we can, yeah. Yeah, no, that, I, think, I think that's really useful. Um, I, I particularly would want to relate that back to what you said earlier, which is that you just had an idea one day, and, 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 that, and now look at it, you know, and, and I guess... There's nothing magic or special about you. You know, you're just a person who had an idea and decided to act on it. Yeah, this is what I mean. Uh, I want to make it really normal that you can have ideas and then you um, apply them, you, you build a group and then you achieve what you're up to and even much more than you ever imagined. And I think we need many people like that, you know, many, many people in the world to connect instead of disconnect and to face the multiple challenges we have in the world and just just um thinking about the workshop again is there a particular group of people that you want to appeal to or if they're you know if there's someone thinking is this for me is there any particular requirements that you think um kind of rule you in or out of coming to this workshop this is what i like about pro social it's for anybody and you need every single person in a group so um everybody is invited there is no special pre condition and um, people who are new to act will find uh, contextual behavioral science in a nutshell like how you can work on psychological flexibility especially in groups but also as an individual and when you're more experienced with act you will be surprised about the new applications you see and how you can use act and prosocial in your professional life as much as in your private groups so I think um, every person, also every profession, um, will benefit from that. Okay, thank you very much. I'm really happy and inspired by our workshop, right? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Is is there anything you want to say just before we finish about about the fact that we're all going to Spain? Um, just in terms of uh, maybe your history of being there or your connections with people that are there inside the, the CBS community or outside? I'm just... I'm very happy to see all my friends again. Um, all our Commit and Act team will meet in Seville. And um, to come to a world conference is always very special. It's unique, I think, to connect within such a big group in a vision. This is how I experience ACBS. We are all connected in a vision um, to improve the human conditions. And this is very, like, I can feel that when I'm... Uh, in these conferences and it nurtures it nurtures me great i mean it's been lovely to speak to you and i can really feel the passion that you have for this work and i think that's a really really powerful thing and i think if people can be inspired by by what you did i think that would be a really powerful thing too um so i would yeah urge everyone to to um really consider attending your workshop it sounds like a really worthwhile thing that you're trying to achieve so it just uh, remains for me to say uh, nos vemos en sevilla which is that we will see each other again in Seville. Thanks very much for talking to me, Beata. Thank you, Richard. I will be happy to meet you there. Thanks. Bye-bye.